Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 343 for what's the date today? March 27th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reed Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. I thought you played the wrong thing. <laughs> I, yeah, he wasn't here last week. You weren't here last <laughs> week. Yeah, no, yeah. nope. Uh, we got a new theme song, though, uh, just so you know, my... I, the the guy listened to it and he was like, you know what? With your podcast, we might want something a little more upbeat. So he's going to retool it, uh, try to make it a little bit more more upbeat. So we may have something new in the next week or two. That's cool. a same thing, but slightly different. Uh, same also... thing, but on a whole bunch of speed. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's like, I just, just doubled just grab... the speed. <laughs> yeah, sorry, grab that BPM slider and just drag it up. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh... We're also joined by Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. I feel like my health and MP was just rejuvenated. Oh, good. Well, that was the thing. That was the reason why we did that. It was like a, a 16-bit... sounds like game music. Yeah, it was like a 16-bit Final Fantasy uh, thing is what he was going for. So yeah. I think he did a pretty good job. He also uh, said that we had, we're good on the mic. Oh, shucks. Thank yeah. you, mister. Yeah, so anyway, uh, I'm of course actually host. somebody, um, just because just I'm riding that high still, somebody mentioned that I have a great radio voice the other day, and I was quite flattered. Well, that's good. I'm not even going to make the, the generic joke that you make there. The, the one where Mama always said I had a face for radio? Yeah, exactly. Not going to say yeah, it. It's not a good gonna... joke. I like that joke. I yeah. keep that one in my back pocket. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth. So, uh, what are we do? What are we doing here? Where can we find you, Aroa? Oh, uh, Aroa website. Perfect. Sorry, I'm eating. A, I'm eating a salad. Oh, well, a salad. Yeah. Yep. Y'all right? Is it? Does it have meat in it? Uh, it's got fake, fake chicken. That's so weird. You, you're, are you all right? You feeling okay? I like Caesar salad. It's, but you're not eating an entire pizza. Uh, that's true. I, <laughs> it's your I Sunday ate, meal. I ate like, like 6,000 calories worth of McDonald's yesterday, so oh, it's probably oh, good for shit. me to... That's a lot of to, McDonald's. That's a lot of McDonald's, homie. Uh, so, okay. So, my up until up till a few weeks ago, here's my normal McDonald's order. It was, uh, it was a Big Mac, okay. uh, large fry, okay. uh, quarter pounder with cheese, Okay. A McChicken, twenty piece chicken McNugget, uh, and then two to four large drinks. Uh, uh, two to four large drinks. Is, is yeah. that is that family dinner? Uh, that that's that was me. That was what I would eat. Um, Th- throughout I, the day, right? Like, no, that was my no. dinner. No, no, no. Uh, I I know what he's doing. I I've had meals that, like that where I'm just like I, I'm gonna eat everything. <laughs> And I, I, I put the, uh, I, so I take the middle bun out of the, uh, Big Mac and I put the McChicken in the place of the middle bun. 
Oh. Eat that as eat, I eat that as one whole sandwich. So, I mean, so we're no longer on quarter pounder. We're on like five eighths pound if you include the chicken, <laughs> which you should. Have Have you ever included the chicken and just made the impasse burger? No, wait, no, that's an actual thing. Uh, the monster. I don't know. There's probably a better name for that. Well, I mean, so, so here's huh? the here's the deal. Now, now Aroa is. I don't I don't want to speak out of turn, but I'm going to say a larger man. Um, and I think I solved the riddle. Figured out <laughs> how it happened. Well, how it happened was uh, I spent every day of my childhood uh, from like, I don't know, seven uh, up until I started middle school at like 12, uh, coming home from school and then eating an entire plate of either chicken nuggets or pizza rolls every single day. I mean, I love chicken nuggets. Both of nuggets. those sound pretty baller. Yeah. I, yeah, it's great, but it's not good for you to eat like 20 of those every single day and not well, as dinner, just like after-school snack. Yeah. Uh, but they're so good. And then on top of that, uh, not really knowing that normal people drink just plain water uh, and only drinking uh, instant uh, instant Lipton sweet tea or just straight up Coca-Cola uh, and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. That, that could, that could <laughs> you, you, do it. You, um, you do that. You do that for a, a long time and you become really fat and think that that's normal. Well, yeah. you have a lot of work to do, yeah. and the good news is is that it's just work, and it's just going to take time and effort. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, and... Doc. But I'm, <laughs> I'm proud to see that you were making the correct steps towards fixing your current situation. Yeah. yeah. You've identified no, that like... that is not healthy, and that's a very positive first step. I get like, I get like half of that McDonald's order now. I would... See, I, I only get McDonald's when them, when them shamrock shakes are around, and I get like a shamrock shake and sometimes i get some nuggies and hey i just hey. feel like garbage for the next two days hey connor oh yeah guess what Sorry they have right now the the shamrock sh oh i know okay. oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay um i spent a whole lot of money that i don't have because golly gee willikers i do enjoy them shamrock shakes okay we've gone I'm, off on a tangent we've got yeah, we're on a, a weird tangent, tangent. Aroa, i feel so bad for you just <laughs> hearing about that diet and i'm glad that you're no longer subjecting yourself to that. I got to tell me <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, at Connor, where can we find you quickly? Uh, you can also find us at a row website. The one link that I want to draw your attention to is Clinton's core classics, a rise of the rune Lords first edition, actual play podcast. Please check it out. Great. And you can enough? find, yeah, that was good. You can find me, Nathan Rain Spruth everywhere at Reeton, Reeton on Twitter. The main one is Reeton on Twitch. I stream there, uh, 6 PM to 9 PM Pacific time, uh, Monday through Friday. And, uh, yeah, I play games. I play games. You can come in and chat with me. It'll be fun. I'm also on YouTube. We post all of our, our YouTube or all of our podcasts. New podcasts are going on YouTube, uh, every single week. And they're also being posted on like Spotify and Stitcher, and Amazon music and, uh, Google, like iTunes. We're everywhere. So if you want to find us, you can find us there, uh, on Spotify, you can give us a thumbs up and on I think I think you can give us a thumbs up or you can rate us and then on iTunes you can rate us five out of five stars and give us a review saying that we're awesome and pretty and that Aroa is a beautiful man. And um, um. 
and then also we're on Clinton Score Classics. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find me there, which we're gonna change the name. That's what we're doing. We're some Eventually. someday, someday. Uh, and then, uh, what was I? What was games? What games? Yeah, what games have you played this week, Connor? Who me first? Yeah. Okay, so normally I talk about Space Station Thirteen. I actually haven't played this week, which I think it's been a long time since I haven't played Space Station Thirteen for a week. Know what I have been playing though? Uh, Space Station Fourteen. No, not Space Station Fourteen. Although in jest, that I think that actually is a thing eventually coming. No, uh, I I've played another game that is lived way too long. That's uh, Planet Side Two. Oh no. Uh, the you you know the one that was on like PlayStation Three, yeah yeah Planet Side Two. I remember Planet Side. Yeah, I played this when it first came out, and I was like, oh, this is just a a, a pay to win slot machine. Maybe maybe this isn't for me. And you know, I I play that Warhammer game. I like doing tactics, and Arma was sort of scratching an itch, but not really scratching it in the right way. And I, I think Planet Side was more what I was looking for. And I've gotten back to it. And they've added a lot of new mechanics that I think have been um, generously borrowed from games like Fortnite or PubZ, where, you know, you make forts and drop stuff. And uh, it's still a pay-to-win slot machine, but it's pretty damn fun, actually. Oh, good. And I think what I was missing was the coordination aspect. Playing Arma, you're sort of expect to get dragged along and oh you don't have all of the mods i guess you're not gonna play with us again have have fun doing something else on this it's it's all sort of just built in i could hop in a squad i I ended up joining a a clan or a squad i I think they're called outfits but a a group of people we we go on discord and we like coordinate what we're doing and it works oh it's weird awesome we would do that on payday when we when we played payday yeah, and Payday also the, the my favorite part of that game is the cooperative aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, they, that, a lot of games don't have that anymore. A lot of it's just click on heads, and I'm so done with clicking on. I'm mostly done with shooters as a genre. They are very overplayed. They need to be given a chance to breathe. And yeah. maybe Pavlov slash VR has inspired that decision. I've been playing a little bit of Battle, Battle Sisters too, which is really really fun. I'm go get it. We should play it. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I'll do that. Thank and, you. And um, did you play you anything that else? For me, Nathan. Yeah, I did. You're welcome. Ten dollars, I think. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Um, what? You play anything else? Anything good? I played Warhammer. Oh, you want to give us a Warhammer minute? I don't have the the files still because I haven't taken the two minutes to do it. You have the new theme song, but you don't have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, for the Emperor. Blah 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 blah. I got to play against Tau again. This time we played a 500-point round, and specifically we played before a later scheduled game of D&D, so it was it was sort of like playing Lightning Warhammer. Is 500 I, points a lot, or is it a little? That's the bare minimum, typically. Okay. Like that's, there, there is smaller games you could play that's typically done in a different kind of format, but that's, that's like the entry-point skirmish games. Okay. Uh, and what happened is I got my ass kicked, but we weren't playing Slayer. We were playing King of the Hill, so I won point-wise. I had, like, three units left by the end of it, but because my units died standing on top of an objective, I ended up pulling out in the end. Good. Well, I'm happy that you won, even though all of your guys died. 
it it was a, a cunning it was a cunning plan i simply threw wave of wave after my own men at the enemy <laughs> until they were out of resources and and of course warhammer is like pog so when you win you get all of his units it is not like pog no. oh okay <laughs> dang we, it. we spend a lot of money and time on these little plastic miniatures and uh, frankly, both of us, we have great painted miniatures. It shows the time that we spend on each of them. Uh, if somebody tried to take that away from me, I'd, I'd be very uh, against it. Yeah, you get very no, violent. That's that's not including the underground uh, Warhammer scene wherein people only play for pinks. I don't know what that means. What's a pink? <laughs> but I made I made a comment from about like the early 90s so you know there's that anyway uh aroa or did you have anything else you played connor anything exciting i don't think so i've been on call this week so yeah work yay work i have never been on call never they were supposed to put me on the on-call rotation and they never did and then we upgraded our phone system and the on-call rotation like died so like nobody's on call anymore it's great. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would like the, you know, extra $300 on a paycheck. That'd be pretty great. I but do not get extra money for being on call. I would. So that would be nice. Uh, but anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to move over to Aroa and ask him what games he's played. Hey, being on call is a scam. Yeah. I've, ne- I've never off, been on call either. But... First off, I am, I am curious because we discussed it a while ago. Um... Uh, maybe a month ago, but uh, what's going on with your work? Are you are you good? Uh, oh yeah, they. Oh, as far as, as far as I'm aware, they are extending my contract. Okay, uh, good. Uh, they they have like some weird things that they have to do to make it work, but supposedly they shouldn't have any issues. Are you like alternatively, you could just fucking hire me? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. We can't do that. No, no, no. Uh, but so, okay. I mean, so your work yeah. is good. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm all good. Uh, I'm good. What's up and, with uh, What's up with the games you played? Well, I uh, I really only played Ghostwire Tokyo this week. Yeah, I saw that that came out, and I was like, "This is an Aroa game." Like immediately. Yeah. It Did really you get is. Yeah. It I I really really like the game. Um, I did end up uh like so it, whenever I first played, I didn't realize who it was that made it. I thought it was just like some weird in-house Bethesda studio that like I didn't recognize. Uh, it's the Evil Within people. Yeah. Um, Shinji Mikami, and all that. So that makes everything make way more sense. I because I, I was like, oh, is this just like some like internal weeb team or some shit? Yeah, but they're not they're not weebs if they live in Japan. So, oh, okay. uh, that's just the yeah. culture. You can't make fun of them for being cultural. I mean, yeah, that that really is what it comes down to. Like, it's it's not like a uh, it's not like a like an Akiba's trip where that game is made by otaku. Um which is a whole separate thing. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is like, it, it, it's it's like Japanese cyberpunky shit that's like combining uh, 
like Japanese mysticism and shit. Like it's so cool to that that I've seen like multiple yokai that I like know before the game tells me what they are. And like there 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 are collectibles, like a ton of collectibles. Uh like approaching early 2000s level of collectibles uh but a lot of them are like references to japanese urban legends and shit and it's really cool that like i i pick the thing up and it's like oh this was used by a ghost girl that would cut people with and it's like oh yeah i know that that's so cool like isn't it isn't it strange like Japanese cultural stuff like that um like their old religions and such um they translate to video games so well yeah and you no know, like you know America was is like we're like what 60 70% Christian something like that and Christianity does not translate to games at all like you're never Not... gonna find a good a, a good Christian game outside of the M. Dickies one, of course. Hey. I I suspect <laughs> that to be because one is a religion and another is cultural myth. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it used to be religion. Like, like well, that if, used to be what if, they. If you make a video game from a, a, a Mexican culture or something like that, there will probably actually be some Christianity in there, like possessed nuns um statues that bleed or cry or stuff like that like you know, you know it, shitty el diablo shit yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it is kind of the difference like in in a religion that is kind of built up around that the culture of that area as opposed to to where christianity was kind of just forcibly introduced all around the world yeah and so yeah, it doesn't was. have that background yeah um <clears throat> Anyway, but, sorry. But uh, but, uh, uh, but yeah, it's like like and and speaking of like Shinto, that is a thing. Like you go around and one of the collectibles is like praying at various shrines, and like that improves your uh, stock of different attacks. That's because uh, cool. it's it's weird because like. I didn't know what kind of game it was going to be going into it. And it turns out it's like a. It's like a Bioshock almost like it's a it's a first person shooter, but it like definitely downplays any kind of depth in the shooting. And it is more about like the the stories that you're experiencing as you're going around killing things. Yeah, mainly Slenderman. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think I know what they are. I haven't actually bothered looking up what they are, but one of the main enemies is like, it's basically Slenderman with an umbrella. Um, my name is Slenderman. I, I think, um, cause there was a, there was an anime, a really old anime, uh, about like a guy in a business suit, uh, who like, he would, would like great wishes or some shit yeah the traveling salesman yeah and i'm wondering if that's i wonder if, if maybe that's what that is or maybe want, there's something more specific i have n never actually seen that um but it is one that i'm really interested in because it seems like a fun show yeah yeah anyway 
Uh, so only Ghostwire Tokyo, and you're loving it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I stopped playing Elden Ring because I just couldn't stop playing Ghostwire Tokyo. Good. That's a good and, sign. Yeah, that's a really good sign. Uh, and nothing else. I have played three different games this week. I played WWE 2K22, and I I I like it because like the the in-ring action is good like the gameplay is good but then they have the they used to have it was called something i forget what it was called like the my story mode basically and you went through your storyline and yada 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 and because it's made by 2k they've come out with this new my rise thing which is in like the new nba game and now it's in the wwe 2k 22 as well and the problem with my rise is that there's no real cohesive narrative and you kind of have to just go, you get the choice between going to EC or um, NXT, uh, SmackDown or Raw. You can go to one, one of those three and then you can also switch at certain points, but then you don't complete the full story for the brand that you're on. So if you're on NXT, you just have to play through that full story and then move on to SmackDown, do that full story, and then move on to Raw and do that full story. And I don't really like it because it doesn't really explain that. And I think that what they should have done is not give you the option to switch brands until you were fully done with the story of the brand that you were on. Because otherwise you have to switch back and forth, and it's a kind of a pain in the ass. But well, uh, or or if they had like you know, more time and or budget. Uh, I, make it make it like a like a story thing that you switch to another another group. And yeah. Then, like it it plays out differently because you did that. New game plus the W yeah. uh, did what what is it? WCW that I don't know. The WW something side. <laughs> yeah. Um it was it was not not bad, but I did go online they actually fixed the server so i was able to log in and i had one online match which i won so i was happy about that and then i went and did the the my rice thing and then i moved on on tuesday and wednesday i played some more guardians of the galaxy and i beat the game it's a flarkin good game it's it's way better than it should be I, I again, I wouldn't give it game of the year. I'd probably give it about an eight out of ten. Well, it, uh, it didn't get game of the year. It got narrative of the year, right? I thought it got game of the year. Did it? I thought I it got it game, game of, of the, the year. year. Wow. Twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Never Guardians mind. Then. Of With the all of galaxy. the stiff competition it had. Yeah. Let's see. Um, was Guardian of the Galaxy a success? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess that's it not was. what we were looking for. Okay, no. okay, article. Uh, what was it? The video game awards. Video game. Yeah. O- o- awards. Game of the year. Twenty. Yeah, the Spike TV uh, game awards. Yep. <clears throat> Thrilling audio content. Oh wait, it was it was it takes two. Yeah. This game of the year. You're right. Which is also like I don't get that either, really? but I didn't play that, so I can't say. But yeah, but you actually I, own that, Nathan. Have you just been waiting to play that? 
Um, it is on Game <laughs> Game Pass. Oh, okay. So you kind of <laughs> own it. It's on Game. Everything I play is on Game Pass. Um, so so I've yet, I've yet to play. But anyway, Guard, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. I still don't even know if I would give it narrative of the year, but it was really good. Uh, I I enjoyed it, and the the voice acting was good. The graphics. Some of the graphics looked a bit a, a little eh, but then there are other times where I was like, "That looks great!" Like Rocket looks amazing, Rocket Raccoon, a uh, Rocket not a raccoon, but uh, you know, it, and then obviously has lots of copywritten music that I streamed on Twitch and didn't get in trouble, so that was good because nobody watches my streams. The perks of being a small streamer. Yeah, and then I moved on to the next game I'm playing through. Uh, which I think made Connor happy, which I played through some original Fallout, the 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 Fallout, Fallout 1. Yeah, oh. Fallout Prime. Yeah. And I, of course, I've played the game before, but I haven't beaten it. Uh, I played it when I was a kid. My uncle had Fallout 2. And then, of course, over the years, I've picked it up and been like, eh, I'll play it. And then I just didn't. Um, Are you planning on finishing it this time? I am planning on, oh, I'm streaming it. And I... Typically, when I stream a game, uh, if, especially if it's a narrative-based game, I will finish it. So, uh, so far, I've beaten four games this year, and uh, Fallout's going to be number five. I'm trying. I'm going to try to beat it before I go to uh, the United Kingdom, but apparently, it's only like a thirty-hour game. Like it it's could pretty. You could short. probably even do faster than that if you really know what you're doing. If you know what you're doing, yeah, you could do it quite a bit faster. But there are some things that I wanted to do the of course, it was made in what ninety seven, so uh, some of the something like that ninety six ninety seven. Yeah, some of the uh, some of the controls are a bit convoluted, <laughs> and it still looks great for what it is. What, it was does. it a pain in the butt to get it to run? No, you, you didn't have to like Virtual Box or nothing. No, it run like they've released a newer version on Steam. Oh, uh, but then I also downloaded like an HD texture pack. There you so go. it That's looks. Not a bad idea. It looks well a high high resolution texture pack or something. So it looks a little bit better than it did back in the day. Uh, it still I looks. If anyone's done one of those AI upscales for Fallout? That'd be a game worthy of it. Yeah, like, it uh, they, they did that with the Final Fantasy games. I'm sure you remember. Yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy seven VII and nine. I'm not sure about eight. I'm sure they have, but um, they thought about it. <laughs> yeah, they looked they at it. With, uh, they did that with Grand Theft Auto as well. That went really well. Yeah, it went great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but like the inventory, I hate the inventory. Um, in in Fallout One, which is fine. It's not going to be modern, but it's just like wow, this we've improved on at least one thing in the last twenty five years is the inventory system. Uh, but it's it's a it's a great game. There are, I looked up a build. Because I was like, you know what? I just want to not go in and then miss every hit. So I looked up a build, and they're like, do it this way. Um, don't get maxed on any of your special attributes. Because in the game, you can upgrade them all by one. So if you have something at nine, you can upgrade it in-game uh, to ten on, on your special attributes. And then... With strength, you want to keep your strength at six when you start it, because if you get when you get power armor, that upgrades your strength by three, 
and then you can get something to upgrade it by one so you get up to 10 for your strength anyway. So things like that. And one thing I did do was I got power armor. Uh, I did that away from stream. I just, I, I was in the middle of that quest and was like, ah, I just want to go get the power armor. COC place at me power armor. Yeah. Um, but I, I went and I did the quest and you go back and the guy's like, all right. So I have a couple, uh, since you did that quest, you can request, uh, the next thing that you get. Do you want some ammo? Do you want a basic weapon? Do you want an energy weapon? Or you, do you want fucking power armor? And I was like, uh, power armor? <laughs> One of these things is not like the others. Yeah, I was like, I'll take the, take the giant overpowered armor, please. Uh, so it's a, it's a good game. Also, I think in that game, power armor also makes you super resistant to uh, radiation. Correct. So it's super useful to have. Plus three strength and super use, uh, useful against radiation. So, but now you go around talking about codex and and, and you call everyone brother and it, you you can't not do that when you're wearing power armor. It's it's in the rules. Listen, the the power armor just turns you into Hulk Hogan. It's fine. <laughs> this is acceptable as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, so those are the games I played. You can catch all the games I play at twitch.tv forward slash Reaton at six p.m. Pacific time to nine p.m. Pacific time, where I'm live, so you can interact with me in real time and we're going to move on to some news stories uh the oh first... yeah is that what we do on this show that's Good. what goodness i thought this was our weekly blog show <laughs> basically let's talk uh, about our lives for 30 minutes if you're still listening bravo uh elon musk's starlink prices are skyrocketing everything sucks but um uh so Starlink is their that internet service provider uh from SpaceX, right? Or or no, it's <laughs> Starlink is the company underneath the conglomerate. Because there's like Tesla, SpaceX, uh all of those are owned by Elon Musk. Anyway, so Starlink internet service provider, they take a dish, they put it on your roof, and then you are able to get internet from some low orbit uh oh, low orbit can. satellites. No, not that one. Uh, I'm that sorry, one what? the opposite of give you internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, it, I've seen some reviews on it, and I guess it's okay. Um, but it wouldn't be good for us because we do uploading and streaming. And there was somebody who's like, I've had it for a year. Um, the download is great. You know, I'm getting about 200 megs, uh, you know, downloading, which is great. Um, but my upload is around 20 megs, which is fine, but he has about 5% dropped frames when he's streaming. Mm. Uh, and he said at first it was about 1% to 3%, but then they've prioritized downloading over uploading, and so it's actually gotten worse. Uh, so it wouldn't be great for us because, you know, we do Why that. Why doesn't now Twitch just launch a satellite? Yeah, just that launch would solve everything. Um, but they are increasing the just, prices. We just need to put a big internet dome around the entire planet. Yeah, that'd be the, fine. The, the outside of it is, is a solar panel, and the inside is a screen that simulates the sky, 
but then there are also like Wi-Fi emitters all over the, the inside of it. I think where, you should where do watch. You propose we get the resources for this um, half-assed Dyson uh, sphere. I think you uh, should watch Highlander Two. <laughs> you ever seen Highlander Two? They tried that. It didn't work. It's a documentary. Uh, we're I don't gonna... think it's a documentary. Pretty sure it is. Uh, but they're raising the they prices. That's Invader Zim too. Did they? Yep. Oh, so uh, it was one hundred dollars a month and a five hundred dollar setup fee. And they have increased the prices to $110 a month and a $550 setup fee. And uh, it says here, the new price will apply to your subscription on 4-22-2022, which I don't like. I think that they should have given them, been like, they should have honored the previous price. And for any new customer, you have to pay that additional uh, but, fee. But inflation. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't think it works like that. I, I think things are spiraling out of control because things sure do look like the end out there. Yeah. So it says the email um, to customers that within their first year, they can cancel and receive a partial refund of $200. Remember, there's a $500 setup fee. I do. I, I like that they're offering the partial refund. I wonder if they're required like by some law to do that. I feel like that's the sort of thing they wouldn't even bother doing unless they were required to. Absolutely. Yeah, it it makes me think that maybe it's $200 to get their satellite dish back. Well, they don't launch a satellite dish. Oh, dish. Never mind. The The dish. dish. (laughs) They don't launch a satellite for each individual customer. (laughs) I mean... That... Where do you live? No. We are going to geosynchronously put this hunk of metal right above your house. You better hope it doesn't fall. <laughs> yeah, and 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 so I'm not super happy about that. I'm not going to be getting it. I was I was kind of hopeful when it was first announced. Uh, you know, if I were in an area where I didn't have access to a decent internet service, this might actually work pretty well uh but in the interim in the time that starlink has come out and it's still not really available there's also other internet services that are way more feasible in rural areas um t-mobile has a home internet service yeah um and while yes t-mobile's not everywhere if it's available in your area uh, I've also read re- it's fifty dollars a month. Yeah. Um, it runs on LTG or L- LTE. LTE, not LTG. Sorry, LTE or five G, and it it runs relatively well. Like it'll be fine enough for what most people need, which is you know watching YouTube videos or Netflix or listening to the Reaton Entertainment podcast, and. Uh, Verizon has a similar thing, uh, $50 a month and you get, you know, over the air internet. Now I will tell you those internets have not done well in the past, but from all the reviews I'm reading and from the YouTube videos I've watched reviewing this, it seems like they're doing a pretty good job and it's using already in place infrastructure so they can have it at a cheaper price. Um, so so maybe if 
if you're looking at that, maybe fig like maybe look into T-Mobile or Verizon home internet stuff. It might be better. What do you guys think? I yeah. just so happen to be getting ready to move on to an abandoned oil rig. So something like Starlink is exactly what I need for my internet-based solutions. That being said, I don't really like how they're changing their plans so soon into its deployment. Like, mm-hmm. if look at the calendar. It hasn't actually been that long since Starlink was launched, and they're already starting to change their plan prices. I have a just a weird suspicion, like a, a, a itch in the back of my head that says they're probably planning to increase the price of the Elon infrastructure, for lack of better word, Tesla, etc., Anything that you have that has a subscription to it is probably about to increase. Well, and, and they wonder... raised, um, to, to go on with the Tesla stuff, remember when the full auto drive was announced and yeah. buying that package was $5,000, which is a lot of money, five or six grand, for mm-hmm. the full auto drive package. Um, it's now $12,000. Right. That's... If, if you want to order. Uh... And it's not even released it's not even available for beta testing in your car. Look, inflation has gone up 200% in the last <laughs> several years. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, that's it. Everything uh, is awful. We are racing the ruble to the bottom of the world valuation, currency, measurement, whatever. My coworker, who does not listen to this podcast... um was blaming Biden for the gas prices. Why not? And I was like, no, it's capitalism. Like, that's the whole problem here is capitalism because the oil companies are keeping those prices high. Like, the the gas companies are not paying that paying as much as they are claiming that they're paying on oil, and they're still keeping gas prices high. And he's like, well, that's actually just supply and demand. I'm like, okay, so you can't <laughs> you can't say, oh, it's Biden's fault, and then be like, oh no, it's okay, actually okay that they're charging this much. Because Biden it's the market's makes the supply way it's and demand to. better. Yeah. Yeah. But Don't anyway, ask. we are gonna move on. Uh this is a subscription heavy podcast. And what I mean Everything is terrible. Everything is awful, including GTA plus. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Not directly related to this, but uh, uh, related to Rockstar for Red Dead Redemption Two Online, they've been saying we got these big plans announced for 2022 roadmap. I guarantee you, it's going to be connected to this as well. Yep. And this is from Disruptoid. It says an upgrade for the next generation. Just when we thought Rockstar was ready to move on, they dropped an announcement that they're releasing a paid subscription service for GTA Online called GTA Plus. GTA Online is still included as part of the base game for Grand Theft Auto V. The subscription will be an add-on service that's only available for players on PS5 or Xbox Series S or X. And we're coming up with the base game's 10th anniversary next year. So it's honestly pretty amazing. It's still getting updates, even if they are a bit of a cash grab. A bit. A bit. A bit of a cash grab. A bit. Those who opt in. This is the game that had the shark card service. They they know what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing. (laughs) Uh, Those who opt into the service will receive a host of benefits every month, including $500,000 delivered to their house. Oh, wait, no. Their in-game bank account. Uh, uh, gameplay updates special vehicle updates cosmetics discounts gta cash 
and RP bonuses and more. I don't know what RP is. Rockstar points? It's your XP, basically. Okay. Uh, in addition to the in-game perks, players will also be able to access bonus cash uh, from the PlayStation and Microsoft stores using the GTA Plus shark cards. All of we the are GTA- paying you the opportunity. For, for your, your subscription to GTA Plus, you are opening the opportunity to give us more money. Yeah, like, what the f- Look at this privileged position you stand in. GCA Uh, Online is already... GCA Online was already the, like, most profitable game in history. And here these motherfuckers come asking you to pay even more money on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, it doesn't say here... Oh, wait, it does. GTA Plus will cost $6 a month and will be available beginning March 29th exclusively on PS5 and Xbox Series S or X consoles. Which is weird. I I guess Rockstar has never really had the greatest relationship with PC anyways. Not really, no. Um, And, of course, the last paragraph says, the announcement of this service has received a less than warm welcome. (laughs) Uh, For just $6 a month, you can get... $500,000 $500,000 isn't this a game about making money why are you yeah. paying money to what? pay oh, money to God. make money man because so the reason for that is because the way you make money in GTA Online involves like doing repetitive bullshit over and over again but that's also the only way that you're going to have fun in the game because everything that's cool costs like 10 million dollars yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm noticing some bad game design here. I I don't think we should be supporting this. I'm not going to. Uh, I do own technically GTA Five. Um, yeah, we on... all do from the last nine years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's yeah. gone on sale a couple thousand times. Since no, then, I got it. I got it free on Epic Game Store. It hey, kind um... of blows my mind. Like, is GTA Online just free yet? Because it uh, really should be. Well, I think it's free right now on PlayStation Plus. Um, and I mean, then it, I, I remember playing GTA Online. I definitely never paid for that. Yeah, and then it was also free on on Epic Game Store. I I know there have been times where it's been made free because like, they make a lot of their money on the GTA Online stuff, so they just don't care. Yeah, like it, like all this shit. Like, oh yeah, you can you you get an auto shop, uh, or a, an additional auto shop location. But you you have to move your current auto shop to the new location because that's just how our fucking shitty system works. Because hey, but... they have they have like multiple different idle game like components that force you to come in or come online, check in, uh, physically drive to each of your stupid fucking shops. And then whenever you actually want to make money with them, you, you have to take your shit and drive it somewhere and hope that another player doesn't feel like being an asshole and and stealing your fucking money. Like, it's such a stupid setup for a game. And, like, the fact that now they're trying to fucking triple dip on on fucking making money because you're already going to have to buy GTA V for the fourth time and then fucking you're paying for playstation plus or whatever and you they expect you to buy shark cards and now you have a fucking subscription fee that barely gives you anything worthwhile like 
this is to me more egregious than like a like a season pass or a battle pass sort of thing because like the battle pass at least like gives you additional incentive for just playing the game and 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 i i still think battle passes are stupid don't get me wrong they are but like that's that's more than than what this is which is basically just here is another fucking subscription fee to just make the game less of a pain in the ass yeah uh, but i do want to note something that we didn't talk about what was uh, yacht owners can upgrade to the aquarius super yacht at no additional cost if you get gta plus wow i sure i don't i hate yachts. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be doing some some rp shit and hanging out on your yacht there oh wait everyone who plays role-playing in gta online plays on private servers with mods which yeah. rockstar slash 2k slash take two whatever have like explicitly tried to destroy over the last several years because god forbid anybody have fun with their fucking video game that they paid money for without giving more money to take two yeah so uh don't buy gta plus uh none of our let's be fair none of the listeners here have a ps4 or ps5 or xbox series x uh except for air fox who has both why so, um i don't know i, I don't I, know why anyone like unless unless you don't have a pc i mean which i I feel like you should just get a PC, but if you, if you don't have a PC, I or if you do have a PC, I don't know why you'd ever buy an Xbox. I had this argument recently. I I get that. I I completely understand that. I still want to. I still want an Xbox. <laughs> I um, I don't I don't I don't I don't see the point. I I, I, get, I, I get that. I get with the PS Five because PS Five has like its own games and mm-hmm. like they they. It's a separate experience. It's kind of like the same reason that you buy a Nintendo console. Yeah, like there are some older Sony games that are that are being ported to PC now, but obviously they they want to. They it seems to me now at least that what they wanted was for those games to be like a gateway drug, so that you go, oh, maybe I do want to buy a PS5 because I really want to experience the follow ups to these these blockbuster hits. Now, now uh, to be fair. The the reason I want an Xbox Series S, or I'm sorry, an Xbox Series X, fuck the S, um, is uh, I like having everything. Yeah, I was yes. I was gonna say it's because you just you're a collector and you have you have mental issues. Yeah, and that's yeah. Just, I yeah. have I have a, a horrible problem as I look over at my I I had these in my in my spare bedroom, and then my girlfriend moved in and she's like, it's okay, I'll just clean out that i'll clean it out i'll do all the work and then i'll move in and i'll take over that bedroom area and i was like okay and so i'm looking over because she took all of my consoles and put them on my shelves out in the living room (laughs) and i'm just like wow i have a lot of fucking consoles we don't need these anymore right (laughs) and two vcrs and two laser disc players i have a i have a dell like xps in, in yeah. the other room like, I have, and, and several other old computers I uh, have 100 laser discs Aroa yeah yeah hey at least at least most of my collecting outside of the computers is now virtual 
That's good. So I just I just have six terabytes of old games. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of <laughs> old games. I uh, finally have every PS1 game ever released. Uh, congratulations. Nice. I know, uh, I think it's almost exactly a terabyte uh, for all of the original Xbox games. Hmm. I, I guess that that'll up. probably that'll probably be the next yeah. the next one. I need more storage. I'm I have, out of I'm out of space. I have a I have a link. I'll I'll share it with you. Anyway, we'll move on and we're gonna go and talk about the PlayStation Game Pass. Everything is terrible. <laughs> Which By is the way, another users, if you want to see that pile that Reeton was just talking about, please subscribe to Reeton Plus where you can get access to our video <laughs> feeds. <laughs> it's true. Because Reeton's everything awful. is awful. Everything Wait, is awful. <laughs> Wait, if we if we opened a Patreon, would that just be Reeton Plus? Yes. I so Reeton Plus. Our 14 podcasts that we do a week. Um <laughs> for only $5 a month, you can have access to that. Uh no. So, we have PlayStation Game Pass is going to happen. We spoke about this a while ago. Apparently, it could be revealed as early as next week to actually have this. And, and it, it's basically a one-to-one -one copy of Xbox Game Pass or PC Game Pass, where you just go in and you have a library of games you can play. However, this is not going to be as good because they're going to be doing streaming instead of actually being able to download the games on your devices. Um, now, I will say that this is from Destructoid. Uh, if you click, there's a, there's a link to the original Bloomberg article, but it's behind a paywall, and I am not paying to read a Bloomberg article. I don't know about you guys. I'm not paying to do that. Yeah. I don't pay for news. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It says the Fucking service. Year is it? I know. The service, which has been in development under the codename Spartacus, will effectively combine the benefits of PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus while promising a splashy lineup of hit games from recent years like Dino Crisis and Resident Evil 1. Uh, according to insiders, the, the new service will be offered in multiple tiers that, oh no, that grant oh, access to uh -huh. new and classic PlayStation titles, while documents indicate the most expensive tier will also grant uh, access to game demos. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the ability Tell to me why? And the ability to stream games over the internet. The new feature leads, uh, reads like a one-to-one -one copy of Microsoft's game subscription plan, uh, though one of Except the bigger... It sucks. Yeah. One of the bigger disadvantages to Spartacus Game Pass is that there will likely not be any new, uh, newly released games available on day one. The upcoming God of War Ragnarok, for example, will very likely not be accessible on the plan. Man. Imagine being able like, to pay I'm... for it. I want to play, like, I don't know, original Final Fantasy VII. I'm going to subscribe to PlayStation Plus, $6.99 a month. Or you could so, just play the game, but buy it for $9.99. And... I, have, I have a bit of a gripe with this article. Um, so the, the first link there, open that link in a new tab. Do I have to? Yeah, just, just click on it. And then that, the, there's a link on the bottom. And you open that in a new tab, and it's the same fucking link. Oh, <laughs> sure is <It's> professional. <laughs> now that's search engine optimization. 
So, um, it's I I I will I might get it for a month just to see how it is and do like a a review or a, a you know. Bitch I feel about like it you won't podcast. have to. I feel like you really won't have to because I feel like I feel like the like the lineup will come out and that'll be enough because that's yeah. all anybody really needs to know. That's like, true. The only the only feature edition that that they would have that I you maybe haven't experienced yet is how shitty Sony's streaming service is. I have not but experienced like, that, but like uh, it would be the only thing. I know uh, <laughs> Air Fox again uh uses PlayStation Now on his stream to play Why? through older games. Why? I I don't know. He's crazy. You know, emulators exist, right? Yeah, he's he, well. It was like PlayStation Three, which is it's a lot better than it used oh, to be, okay. but it's still not right, that's, good. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. But yeah, like I kill. I know you're playing through one of the Kill Zone games. So why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> ah, he's weird. He, I don't know. But but yeah. So I think that this is gonna not do well because it, it's really bad. And and hopefully it will be announced next week and we'll be able to talk about the lineup uh, on our podcast, on this the, this here podcast. We'll look at the lineup. But we're gonna move on. <laughs> this is the last one, the last subscription thing we're gonna talk about. Uh, and I, it might be the most egregious um, yeah. The iPhone subscription service. Um, so, this is actually from you. It's uh, according to Bloomberg, uh, another Bloomberg thing, and hidden behind a paywall. <laughs> so, Fuck Bloomberg. I mean, it, I, I, there's, there's not a lot of details on this because it's the same as the Sony one, where uh, all we have is just a, an insider report, yeah. whatever. But it's obvious that this is where Apple wants to go anyway. Um, the, whenever I first read the, the headlines about this, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? This already exists. It's called the iPhone upgrade program. They've had it for like four or five years now. Yeah. No, um, apparently it's different. Yeah. This is, uh, this is like an all in one sort of subscription service, uh, actually kind of similar to what, uh, Google's doing. Already. What about the or the Xbox? Yeah, yeah, or the the I forgot about the the Xbox. Yeah, there's an, thing. there's an Xbox one where my friend was like, I finally got uh, an Xbox Series X, but I have to pay thirty five dollars a month. But it includes like Game Pass and I think it includes Game Pass and Xbox Live. But I'm yeah, not you sure. get you get you get Game Pass Ultimate. With yeah, it. and so. and I was like, well, that's cool. Is there a way that I could just buy the xbox series x flat out after that like pay for it fully and she's like no you have to pay the subscription for two years or something like that and i was like nah yeah you you pay the subscription uh for like a certain length and then at the end if you want to if you want to keep the console you have to pay for it i think pay a pay a nominal fee probably because you're paying for a lease on a fucking game console (sighs) but uh and that's probably essentially how this is going to work we don't know but the the significant change 
uh, from the iPhone upgrade program is that it includes the uh, or that, that it would presumably include the Apple One subscription service, uh, which it, it ha- comes in different tiers. But I think the most expensive one is something like twenty five or thirty dollars a month, maybe. Yeah, um, it's just a combination of all the different subscriptions that Apple offers because uh, a few years ago there was like an earnings call and essentially Apple was like, yeah, we're just, uh, we're just focusing on services at this point because like, that's the only way that we're going to consistently make money because no one buys a new iPhone every year. Yeah. So, so would this be, so the theory is that it would include all of these, which are Apple music, Apple TV plus Apple fitness plus, and then, yeah, all the other ones you'd, which are not you'd have like either. you'd you'd also get iCloud Plus with it, so you'd presumably get like some upgrade to your iCloud storage, uh, which then also means you get like the the burner email service and some other stuff I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, like depending on the cost, maybe it wouldn't be terrible, but it's. Pr- probably like i would be surprised if it wasn't like close to a hundred dollars a month overall yeah yeah i i don't know who would buy this uh but i know i'm not one but i've never i i can't say i've never had an iphone uh because i did i had two i had a 3gs and a four but (laughs) you know i didn't that was that was over 10 years ago that I had iPhones and I moved away from them like, oh man, Androids are so much better. Um, but I, I know there are people who would do it. Like my, my friend and his wife will get a new, they will actually get a new iPhone every year. They, it, when the uh, iPhone X was announced, they dropped $2,000 pre-ordering uh, it. Yeah. Uh, and and I've spoken to him, and he's a you know he's a nerdy guy. He works, he he has uh, two degrees. He has a software and hardware bachelor's degrees that he got in five years, and so he got a dual major there, or or dual bachelor degree. Um, and he was like, I would switch to Android and be fine with it probably, but my wife sees it as a status symbol. Yeah. And that's Which is weird because like anybody can afford an iPhone at this point. Like, yeah, their subsidization programs with every carrier. Like, who cares? But like, I <sighs> okay. I so yeah. like, like as of right now, I I'm not paying on my phone anymore. But normally, I'd be paying like twenty five dollars a month. Yeah, for for my phone, and I'm already also paying on top of that ten dollar, uh, well thirteen dollars a month for Spotify. Oh yeah, and I'm paying something like five dollars a month for uh iCloud Plus. Okay, and um, I feel like there's another Apple thing that I'm subscribed to that I can't think of. Maybe I'm not. I have gotten Apple Arcade a couple of times, but I've always canceled it. Uh, but like, 
if they could make this $50 a month, then I think it would be actually like some something worth considering if you are somebody who already upgrades their phone every couple of years. Because uh, it's going to equal out to being about the same as what you already pay uh, for, for all those different services, if you subscribe to those services. Uh, but like it's not going to be that cheap. It almost definitely won't be. No. It's and and if there is a $50 tier, you're going to get like the 64 gig iPhone SE. Like uh we because... we don't actually make this uh but but for this tier, we you've got a 16 gig <laughs> iPhone SE. That's yeah. what you get. It's and it's the SE2. It's not even the new one. <laughs> <laughs> Like this is just this is leftover stock from our India plant, uh, yeah. But no, it like there's no way they're going to make this actually reasonably priced. So there's there's no point in it's speculating. Apple. It's Apple. Nothing yeah. is reasonably priced from Apple, unfortunately. Right. They're they're gonna they're gonna do what they always do and have a cheap tier that sounds good until you find out what's actually included, and then there will be one that's just a little bit more expensive but actually has what you want and it's it's going to be too much for my for my blood that's yeah like yeah. that's what they always fucking do do you know what is pretty affordable though uh well i know what you're gonna say but my response to that is is it depends doesn't it it really depends <laughs> some chromebooks <laughs> some. yeah <laughs> um not the ones that we're going to be talking about uh we're going to move on we're moving on to the chromebooks and steam is entering into beta on chromebooks okay <laughs> yeah so you can play your steam games on <laughs> on your chromebooks uh, but there, there are some requirements. Uh, currently, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and I'm not actually going to list them, but they're from Acer. There's some higher-end ones from Acer, uh, HP, Asus, and Lenovo uh, can actually run it. Um, but I, I don't think that they're going to be running them very well. Uh, at least not right now. It says Chromebooks will need to have specific requirements to run Steam. Uh, you'll need an 11th Gen Core i5 processor, uh, Intel Iris Xe graphics, which it's going to be using integrated Intel graphics, so you know it's not going to be great. Um, 8 gigs of RAM, and then Google made it clear that using a supported machine will lessen configuration Configuration such as one that includes an i3 uh, CPU for, or 4 gigs of RAM will not cut it. In fact, you may want higher spec to run some games like The Elder Scroll V, Skyrim Special Edition, and Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Two games Google claimed to work well with the alpha. Yeah, you um, know, these games that came out... Ten uh, years ago? Yeah. Cutting edge modern games like Skyrim... <laughs> it is the special edition that was released like five years ago. Um, but okay, so these are it's the okay. ones. But they they've also tested the it with forty eight other games like Cuphead, uh, Fallout Four, 
Hades, Half-Life 2, Portal 2, Civ 5. Why Civ 5? Oh, they got all the bangers. <laughs> Stardew Valley and Tekken 7. These are the games gamers want to play. So, so it, so those seven laptops that they have listed um, are the ones. It says not all Chromebooks will be able to run Steam. However, Google said the it said only the following machines can try the alpha. So those seven are the ones that are able to try it. While later on, other ones that meet the specs will be able to use it, but not <laughs> great. And also, what Chromebook has like a dedicated graphics card? I don't even know. I'm, they, I mean, they, they, they only they only added that capability in Chrome OS very recently, yeah. from my understanding. Um, also, uh, one of those Chromebooks that they have listed there is twelve hundred fucking dollars. Yep, and these I, are I'm like, who's gonna pay twelve hundred dollars for a goddamn Chromebook? Who well, does okay, that? well, none of these, none of these Chromebooks are worth it. So it says here. Uh, this is all from Ars Technica. These requirements limit Steam on Chrome OS to the pricier tier of Chromebooks. You can currently find the HP's G2 Chromebook for $850, the Acer's Chromebook 514 for $780, or the Chromebook 515 for $772. So $772 looks like it's the cheapest chromebook that can run steam and if you're paying 700 dollars for a laptop you can find one that can play steam games much better for a much cheaper price hell just get like a a ryzen uh like a 500 ryzen laptop will probably play these games better than these chromebooks will okay wait uh the lenovo id idea pad oh wait no no this one's four gig never mind this, oh, yep. this version won't work no no well it will work but it won't work with yeah it says uh such as one like four gigs of ram will not cut it yep yep so you need you need to have eight gigs of ram for to run 10 year old games <laughs> i think oh I, I okay i think this hp one is like 500 dollars. so like that's less bad Oh, okay. That's not. I mean, it's still not great. I'm not gonna pay five hundred dollars for a Chromebook. I'm gonna pay two. Yeah. I would pay two fifty for a Chromebook if I was looking for a Chromebook. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use it to be my my main machine. It's gonna be there to do some word processing and YouTube videos. Um, and and to be fair, honestly, I'm not gonna fucking do word processing on it because it only has a browser. Well, I can do Android apps. That's right. Well, I can do Android apps, and it has, like, Google Docs built into it. Yeah. Yeah. But the fucking Google Docs. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, it does say expect crashes, performance regressions, and bugs. Uh, it said this is an alpha. Anything can break. Uh, and has an inherent, inherent instability. And the fact that Steam <laughs> on Chrome OS is a work in progress. Um, yeah, I, I, I yeah. don't know if we talked about it. Um, but what I, what, whenever I said that, like, they just added the, the capability for discrete graphics, uh, it's because they added, or the, it was either that, like, Chrome OS added this functionality or, like, NVIDIA, like, posted something about how they were, they have hardware now that's, like, it's for Chromebooks, 
but its only purpose is to work with a VM uh, through PCI pass-through. Mm -hmm. So, like, this, the Linux VM that these games would be running inside of would be the or it would be the only thing that can access the discrete graphics and they're just doing like a, a, a PCI express pass through into that VM. That sounds uh, like there would be no performance loss at all. Well, it, that depends. Usually with PCI pass through, you get like a one to 2% performance loss. The problem is that like you usually <laughs> Why why would you do this with a with a Chromebook of all things? Like I you you have all the other Chrome OS shit going on on the outside of the VM, and the, then you're gonna be dedicating who knows how much resources to that VM. I usually I have, usually when you do this, you dedicate like uh, several I cores to the one VM. Idea on this. Yeah. Give me just a second. Sorry about that. Um, my idea is that uh, most likely we are giving Chromebooks to children now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and so, like, I remember my nephew was in, you know, elementary school or, or middle school, and they're like, everyone gets a Chromebook, which I was like, what? <laughs> everyone gets a <laughs> laptop? Oh man, that'd be awesome. I would have loved that when I was a kid. Um but I think that that's part of it is that kind of like with, you know, in the in the 80s and then the 90s uh they had Apple and then later on they switched to everyone to like Windows PCs. You learn how to operate that specific system. And it is to get you integrated with that particular system so that when you leave high school or whatnot, you're like, oh, I'm just going to get a Windows computer. Um, and now it's, oh, I could just get a Chromebook. And then you find out Chromebooks can't fucking do anything. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm just going to get a Windows PC. That's what I'll do. Or in To Xbox. be fair, some people really do just need a Facebook machine. That's true. Yeah, that is true. A, a lot that. of normies do. I guess maybe. So maybe that maybe what this really is is just like on the back end, like in the business side of things. Valve was the one who initiated this, and they maybe. were like, "There are a lot of maybe you're right that there are a lot of people who their gateway drug to PCs is Chromebook, and." If we can get people to enjoy PC gaming via the Chromebook, then we can get people to buy other PC gaming hardware and go and default to Steam as their their gaming platform of choice. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think that that's probably it is that it was either whether it was on Google side or or Steam, or Valve's, or both sides, uh, I think that it was, you know, people know how to use Chromebooks. They know that there's a lot of people with Chromebooks, and uh, they want to make money. So, why I, not allow them know, to do that? Thinking about it, I guess it's unfair to say that Chromebooks can't do anything, because depending on, like, I know, at least on Windows, 
the Android app integration is terrible. Um, it's a miserable experience. But I'd imagine that on Chromebooks, it's a lot better. Yeah. So because they are maybe... basically are built, they're the same operating system. Yeah, and like Google just has the capability of doing a lot more integration in that way. Yeah. But like, so you can do a lot more with Chromebooks than you used to be able to. But I still like outside of that one specific scenario where you just like you could play games on the computer. Like I I can't imagine this being like a huge deal for anyone. No, it's so no. strange. It is so weird. I I I mean I'm sure a twelve hundred dollar Chromebook will run very well, but I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> That's how I, much yeah, my, I... like computer cost. Yeah, like there's there's a whole other tangent there for like why are you spending that much money on a computer that's just inherently crippled? Yeah, and it's it's what we brought up earlier. It's it's the environment I know, and if you don't know any better, that's true. Yeah, yeah some that's... people like Macs. I don't just well, I was well, I was gonna say though, like for that price, like buy a fucking like MacBook Air or something if you really want a stupidly premium laptop but specifically don't want to use windows for whatever reason or, or something like yeah, that like, like i don't know and and it can kind of play games yeah like you're gonna get especially with the m1 yeah. like like now that the m1 is a thing like the macbook air is actually a really good option for normal people who want like a performant laptop and, and that i will are willing will, to spend a grand on it and i will stay i will say this i've seen after looking at the m1 ultra the new the new desktop that they came out with uh i still think it looks like a gamecube yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's so silly and it's stupid you can't upgrade them yeah yeah especially like, considering like the the slots right there yeah it's just it's just there but it, they're like no deactivated <sighs> so dumb anyway we're gonna move on we're gonna talk about our last story uh phishing emails because the world not only do you get subscription plans but you can be fished um and this is not this is not it's not (laughs) f-i-s-h it's p-h-i-s-h because i don't know why they decided to use that but they did uh we're not listening to fish this episode no was this cyberpunk monk or was it no it's me okay Okay. so this is something that I hadn't ever really considered. And it's a pretty cool uh like way of doing fishing. I still think that only a fucking moron is gonna fall for this, but unfortunately most people who use the internet are fucking morons. Yeah. Um so basically there's this new uh fishing technique that has been seen in the wild, um, but only like really came to to prominence with some researcher or whatever coming up with the idea. Um, basically, you uh, on a lot of websites, you click on a thing, and and you'll pop up a box that's like, okay, log into your log into your Google account to continue on and sign into this other website using your Google account. It's called OAuth. Um, and a ton of websites use this. How many how many fucking websites does a normie log into with their Facebook account? Yeah, like a yeah, ton. yeah. Um, 
so the way that this fishing method works is you use some uh some in-browser scripting to pop up a box that looks exactly like the open auth box okay so you, you click on like sign in with with google or whatever and then you have a little window that comes up and it says sign into your google account and everything about the window including like the address bar and all that is filled in and it all looks legit you type in your login info and nope it was you just got fish awesome. um it's pretty cool uh the, the like that's a thing that somebody came up with but there are couple of reasons why like i feel like it's still only stupid people are going to fall for it and i know that that's that's all that matters but like i i hate that this fucking like even savvy people will fall for it no they won't they they won't fall for it because you'd have to be dumb to like not notice that the window isn't going to look like your normal window it's not going to behave quite the same way like because it's in the browser it, like you can drag it around but like it doesn't go outside of the window it you can't like click on anything behind that window and have it go away it's not going to pop up a thing at the bottom of your screen there's things that are they're going to make it obvious that like isn't legit at all um and maybe they can work on it and make it make it look more convincing but at the end of the day like there there are still there's still also the aspect of like you're are, are you going to use oauth to log into like a site because i'm not like and i don't even mean like because it's russian i just mean that like most of the time you're logging in on like a juarez site or some other like shifty thing and like you're you're not you're not gonna say yeah let me let me log into this with my fucking facebook account because that's what i want them to have is is access to my facebook account yeah and but that's also the only place where you're gonna you're gonna have this problem it, to, to be fished in this way you have to have already been stupid enough to either go to a phishing site in the first place or be willing to give a shady website access to your Facebook, Google account information. And and yeah, like they're not going to get your login info if you use OAuth, but they're going to get a lot of info about your account if you're not paying attention. If yeah. you're not paying attention, you're going to be a victim to this no matter what. Probably. So, yeah. Re really, really the main reason I brought this up is just because I hate this, like, this fucking clickbaity bullshit that's like i don't know fool security researchers like if if a security researcher gets fooled by this and they're not a very good security researcher is my is my feeling on it yeah yeah probably um i've seen the, yeah i've seen a lot of these uh prop up over the years and and of course there's uh companies will do it i'm sure you guys experienced it where you'll get an email that's like hey you're ADP thing needs your password reset, but it's a it's a phishing thing from your own company. Trying to see yeah. who clicks on the link. 
And I don't know. I've always felt that those were kind of like, there are companies that if you click that link, they'll fire you. And I'm just oh, like, that's a little much. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what you're doing. Well, so and my feeling on those two has always been that, like clicking the link doesn't immediately harvest all of my credentials off of my computer. No. Okay, it's not it's not 1997 anymore where like browsers don't run inside of a sandbox. Like it, it, there there is a threat of that, but those are going to be spear phishing attacks and they're going to be targeted at the CEO, not yeah. at some random schmuck. Yeah. Because those rely on zero day exploits that are really really hard to replicate and cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars on the black market. Yeah, I, I I hate those programs because you click on the link and they're like, oh, we got you. But it's like, no, you no. I, I, I if I if I clicked on the link out of curiosity and then saw that it went to login.g00gl3.com, then I'm not going to log in with my Google creds. My oh, favorite. No, I need to reset my search for Amazon.com. Yeah, my favorite. Uh, is one that I've 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 experienced it, but I haven't, you know, I haven't fallen for it. Um, but my favorite is the the text messages. Well, oh, you'll God. have your you'll have your work phone, and you'll get a text message and be like, "Hey, this is Steve, CEO. Uh, I'm not at my desk, <laughs> but I need you to I need you to wire me a two hundred dollar Amazon gift card." And you're like, ah, I don't think that's the CEO, considering it's an unknown number, but whatever. Um, but I've heard about uh, a friend of mine told me when she was at a company that there was a guy who uh, he was the he was the accounting guy, and he he got a text message from his boss that was like, hey, I need you to wire twenty five thousand dollars to this bank account, and he did it. And so somebody caught him. Then he was fired. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Somebody caught him. And then uh, he's like, but this happens all the time. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah. He'll just send me text messages like that. I don't know, once a month or so and just wire him money. And so they uh... look through his phone and <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had, he had given away a couple hundred thousand dollars. Or something like that to this oh, random no. scammer. Oh no! Well, at least it wasn't. At least it wasn't something where it turned out that the rest of the time he actually was texting him and having him wire <laughs> a bunch of money to an external bank account, and they discovered the CEO had been embezzling money for the last like ten years. No, nope, nope. The account was just stupid. So don't fall for that. Uh, if you get a text message that's like, "Hey, this is Barbara. I'm in a meeting right now. Can you?" Uh, do you have time to reset my password or do this or do that? Don't do it. Because if it's coming from an unknown number, first off, they're never going to text you like that. They'll shoot no. you an email. Um, don't immediately trust emails like that either, though, don't because trust... the, place where my, the place where my wife works, that happened to them. Don't trust emails. Times. Don't. And if they do email you, which is what I was going to say, have them make a ticket. Yeah. Because... You want them. To, you want a a record of what you're doing, um, and obviously, if you're an accountant, don't send twenty five thousand dollars to anyone's bank account except for mine. Please wire <laughs> me money. 
if you have access to that sort of money, uh, hey, this is your CEO, and um, <laughs> I, need... I need exactly the amount of money to pay off my student loans. Do you have that available? Hello, I am a Nigerian prince, and I am looking to work with a company to do a very large investment. Uh, yes. Please send all company money to this account. All, all of it. Just all company all money. All of the money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's that's our podcast for the day. Uh, well, we're we're going to leave now. I want to say thank you, Aro, for being here. I hope all your family issues are uh, dealt with. My dad's dead. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I didn't say it on, <laughs> on the podcast I'm last week. I'm over it now. I can make jokes. I thought you Everything were kind of over terrible. it when it happened. Uh, yes and no. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it is a thing. Like, my mom uh, annoys me and kind of crappy, but I'd be sad if she died, right? Yeah. Um, my dad, though, eh, eh, probably not. I'd be all right with it. I haven't seen him in, like, six years. And before <laughs> that, I hadn't seen him in, like, ten. So, eh. Um. Anyway, thank you for being here, Connor. I was here. I hope all of your family <laughs> issues are dealt with. Um, I, I was here. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. And of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reese. Ruth. We'll be back next week with more, more of us bullshitting for an hour. Goodbye. Bye. I can't wait for next week's thirty-minute Marin opening. <laughs> <laughs>